Welcome to Generate Joy. If you were looking for a way to start growing your time and your joy and finding freedom in the life that you have right now, this is the episode for you. If you've been following along, wanting to learn how to build confidence, wanting to get your mindset right, and you've been working on all of these things, and now you're looking for some practical ways to implement them and get them going in your life, this is the episode for you. Have you been trying to figure out how to serve other people without feeling so overwhelmed and just stressed? out, you know, you've got so many things on your plate, plus chores, plus kid pickup, plus being at the small group, plus, you know, showing up to church an hour early to prepare for um, people coming to your gathering. You know, there's so many things that we have in our lives that can stress us out and make us feel like we're living in just this panic mode all the time, moving from one thing to the next. Well, today I'm going to help you get started. The next three episodes are going to be all about systemize, prioritize, and strategize areas in your life to give you freedom, to give you time, to give you joy, to give you so much more space to love the people in your life the way that God is wanting you to love and serve and give. Sometimes we operate out of so much lack and we don't have this abundant, like overflowing of extra to give to others. And implementing some of these things we're going to discuss is going to really free up and create space and help you start loving the life you live right now. So let's get into it. This is episode 20, part one, Systemize. Welcome to Generate Joy, a podcast for gospel-centered women serving in ministry with their families. I'm your host, Amy Davis, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today because if you've been trying to find consistent encouragement from someone who understands where you're coming from in ministry, (laughs) well, you found it. Every week, I'm sharing ministry mom hacks, biblical encouragement, stories from other women just like you, and more. I want to help spur you on to good works. I want to help you stay faithful to the Lord by teaching you how to balance all the things and how to move from surviving to thriving and the life God has given you right now. I know you're going to be encouraged by this episode, so let's get started. Okay, before I jump into the topic about systemizing your life, I want to just say two or three things about it. First of all, this is a super catchy topic. If you're on any podcast, if you've been doing any searching on building confidence, on how to get your, um, you know, a day planner, that kind of thing going on, systemize your life, that catchphrase is like so popular right now. And I want you to think about this as a way of re- defining what it is you do in your life, not as like an extra something to add on to what you're already doing. And I'm going to give some examples so that you're not feeling so just like overwhelmed or panicked about how to start doing these things and to help spur you on and get you kind of motivated. I've created a PDF with all the information that I'm going to share in this episode where you can just download this systems creation framework and start working through it yourself and kind of maybe like cleaning up some of the systems you've already got in place in your own life. I think some people just don't realize that they have their own systems 
when I think of systemizing, I think seriously of like business. I think of um, multi-million dollar companies that have these systems in place with like taxes and like everything overwhelming. Absolutely. When I think of system, I think I am not a systems person. A lot of people have even described me as someone who doesn't do the same thing twice, but I'm not like OCD. I am not like somebody who has to have control of all things all the time. I wouldn't categorize myself as that kind of a person, but in truth, I am. And I didn't realize this until I got married because Fence and I are so different when it comes to being roommates and money and just so many different things because we got married when we were about like 27, I think. So I had lived that whole life with a lot of different life experiences and so did he. And so when we merged our lives together, it kind of rubbed us both the wrong way where it was like, oh, you think our shoes go in the closet. I just think our shoes go in the house, right? So (laughs) we had to kind of compromise and get on the same page and figure out systems for living together so that we weren't like annoyed by each other or frustrated with each other. And a lot of times we have to keep going back and redefining that, redefining our systems. And it's really good to work on our communication and that kind of thing. And we have learned so much in our marriage and how to create systems that are working for us. And so before you count me out on the systems thing, I want you to think about habits, routines, responsibilities that you do on the regular that you may not think of as a system. Because I guarantee you, if you're an adult woman who has kids and are managing all the things, you have a way that you do that, that is consistent. First Peter 4.10 says, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Now, obviously that is him talking about your creativity, encouragement, um, your gifts of administration. Like there's so many gifts that God has given us that we've got to cultivate. And like what we've talked about before, where Paul says, you know, fan into flame the gifts of God. And that's where I think having systems in place can really free up some time for us to do that because a lot of the things we spend our time on, our money on, and our energy on is answering the repetitive questions that just keep coming up in our brain. For instance, how many of you spend so much time thinking, what am I going to cook tonight? That is like the one question I dread or used to dread all the time. Mama, what are we going to eat? Because I would be like, oh, I've got to create something to eat. And I could get really exhausted. I can get really frustrated, get really overwhelmed. And it's because I didn't have a a system. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a way to, um, you know, execute the plan. I just sort of let it go day to day. There's seasons where we have to reconnect with our purpose, reconnect with our process, and reconnect with our structure so that we're able to create a framework that is going to work for the system that we want to use to like free up our time. And so one of the beautiful things about the system um, creation framework is that it 
is so useful for repetitive duties, tasks, and responsibilities. And it's going to really free up your time and your joy and your freedom and your energy so that you can really love and serve the people in your life right now. Okay, so some of you are going to want to add systems to what you're already doing. And I'm going to tell you, pause. Look for things in your life that you are wanting to um, systemize, tasks, um, repetitive responsibilities like the dishes, you know, and ask yourself these two questions. Do I have a system? And if it is, write it out. And then the second question is, do I need a system? There are some repetitive responsibilities you just don't need like huge systems for. Let's go on and I'm going to walk through the system creation checklist and then we're going to talk through ways that you can brainstorm areas of your own life that maybe you can systemize. Okay, so if you've downloaded the checklist, you can see that I have a triangle as a framework and at the top of the triangle, um, there's purpose. And at the bottom left part of your triangle, it says process. And on the bottom right part of your triangle, it is structure. And that creates a three-part framework for creating a system that works for whatever it is that you're wanting to create a system for. We're going to just talk about the dishes for this. So when you're thinking about at the top is your purpose. First of all, do you have a purpose for creating a system for this thing? And then I've got on the checklist, does it serve in hospitality? Does it serve to teach your kids? Does it serve to build relationships with others? Does it serve to save time by creating a system for this thing? And then I've got little Um, lines over to the side where you can answer those. Do you have a purpose? Yes, the purpose for creating a system around dishes is to cut down on the clutter, is to make my kitchen feel inviting. It is to not see tons of work when I walk by the kitchen, but invite me in to light a candle and to have a cup of coffee, right? I don't avoid my kitchen because it's not cluttery. And then I'm able to cook. I'm able to serve other people. I'm excited to be in the kitchen because it's clean. So yes, I have purpose for having a system for my dishes, right? Number two, do I have a process? Yes, but I have a little checklist here of ideas like suggestions to spur you on to think through. Like, do you have a process for leaving your house with your kids? Do you have a process for when you get home from school? Do you have a process for arriving back at home after a church event or after 8 o'clock and how to move towards bed? Do you have a nighttime routine? Like what is a process that you have and what is the process you want to create for this system? Now, here is a system that we have put into place that works beautifully and we're all five on the same page and it is our summer swim bag now this system has been in place for years it's evolved a little bit over time but definitely our summer swim bag system is 
fire. We love it. It is awesome. My kids are never looking for their bathing suits. They're never trying to figure out a towel. They're never trying to figure out where their goggles are because we have a system. So they store their swim stuff in a bag with a towel. All Every week we pack one. So anytime throughout the week, if they're wanting to go jump on a river trip with the group or they're wanting to, um, we're going to go hike up to you know, Yellow Falls, or we're going to go to Blue Hole, or we're going to go somewhere swimming, they just grab their bag and boom, we're out the door. I may grab a couple snacks. We may order a pizza ahead of time and get it on the way, but we are just ready to go. And then when we get home, all of everything goes in the washing machine, everything except for goggles. And it runs through the washer, then the dryer, and then it goes right back into their bag. So that way, everybody is always having a to-go bag and everybody's always either wearing the clothes they're going to change into or they're wearing their bathing suit underneath their clothes. So they've always got a rotation of dry clothes and their bathing suit to change either afterwards after we swim or we just wear our towels home. We're just like that. So um, that is a system that works for us and we aren't like crazy about it. It's just, we've done it for so long that we know this is what we're going to need. This is how we're going to have to deal with our stuff. This is where my stuff is. And we don't want to spend a lot of time running around the house trying to find bathing suits or water shoes or whatever it is. We just keep it all together. So that is a system for us that works really, really well. And then number three, do you have a structure? The structure would be the win you do the system, the where it's done, the tools that you need to use it. Those would be sort of like, I'm going to do the dishes after supper, or I'm going to do the dishes at two o'clock every day without fail. I'm going to use the Dawn dish soap because I know that that cuts grease. And I love, love the commercials with the little ducks that they clean up all the oil off of, right? So I know that that works. That's the structure that I want to use. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to have the process already dialed in. I already know that this is something that I want to do because it's going to alleviate stress. It's going to motivate me to create a meal for my family. It's going to create an environment where everyone feels comfortable and not cluttery and not see more work to be done. So the three parts to our systems creation framework is purpose, process, and structure. Creating systems is a great way to bring balance to the chaos and overwhelm in our lives. Some questions you can ask yourself in trying to create a new system. When you think about these areas you oversee in your life, i.e. the dishes, how do you feel? How do you want to feel, number two, how do you want to feel about these areas in your life? Number three, what are the thoughts that you want to think about in order to start creating these emotions around this area of responsibility in your life, right? So when I'm doing my dishes, I might say, my family loves me. I might say, I'm serving my family. I might say, my dream dishes are right here. I'm so excited that I got this fiesta wear in these colors because they make me so happy. You know, switching my thoughts around instead of, oh, I can't believe I have to do all this. Oh, there's so many dishes. Oh, I have to redo this whole 
like soapy water because the grease is just piling up, right? So instead of having thoughts like that, try to create thoughts that are going to help you stay motivated and encouraged for the system that you've got in place. And then number four, how can creating a system for this area help you build confidence and ease in your life? Maybe putting on music for myself. I put on music or I listen to a podcast while I'm doing these tasks, while I'm doing my system of dishes. I might bring people in to help, have the kids dry the dishes so I'm not in there alone, so I'm building relationships with my kids. But this little worksheet is a perfect way for you to kind of brainstorm your purposes for creating systems in different areas. And it also has like a whole list of areas that you could systemize like chores, bills and papers, where are you going to put them when they come in, what are you going to do with them, um, a morning routine, night routine, um, your Bible study, right? Like when you sit down with your Bible, are you just randomly opening it up or are you reading the scriptures and a commentary? Are you then journaling? Are you listening to a music podcast or some sort of inspirational meditation before you start your Bible study, right? Sitting down with a system will also help you engage in doing an activity like reading your Bible, So as I wrap up this episode, I want to remind you, you already have systems going on in your life. You already do. That's how we function. We are creatures of habit, right? And our brain is going to offer you the easiest way of escape that's going to conserve the most amount of energy. So if you can take some time, sit down, look at the daily responsibilities, the weekly responsibilities that you have, and see if there are some ways that you could systemize them to where they're just on autopilot, autopilot, and you just do this thing the same way every time instead of spending all this extra energy trying to reinvent the wheel. That way, all of your creativity can be used to love, nurture, encourage, shepherd your children and your family to be able to be a support to your husband and the ministry that God's called you to. And you'll be able to have all this excess um, positivity, this excess energy, because you're not using all of it to come up with solutions to the exact same problems and tasks and responsibilities that you have to do every single day, every single week, every single month. See what I'm saying? So if you want to be a part of the next two episodes, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so you do not miss them. And don't forget to go over to the link in the show notes and just download this little checklist, this systems creation framework. That will be a great tool for you to get started on that this week. Okay, friend, I hope you have a great week. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Generate Joy. If you know somebody who might benefit and be encouraged by this episode, go ahead and share the podcast with them. And it really does help other people find Generate Joy if you leave a starred review or a comment. So if you have two seconds, just scroll down to the bottom of wherever you're listening to your podcast right now and leave me a starred review. It would really bless me big to hear what you're thinking about Generate Joy and help the podcast be found by more women who are wanting to grow in their faith. All right, friend, have an awesome rest of your week.